The following program deals with a controversial subject. The theories expressed are not the only possible interpretation. Viewers are invited to make a judgment based on all available information. This is your captain speaking. We are beginning our descent into madness. Another edition of What's the Rocky Sound, Frank. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know it's late for some of you, but I guarantee you will make it worth your while. Genevieve, how are you doing over there? I'm all right, thanks. Doing all right? All right, not too bad. Quite chilling here, but well, you notice anything not, not different? Chilling, not chilling too much in this temperature. Do you notice anything different about me? Uh, your hair, yeah. Uh, close, close. New T-shirt. That too, yeah, but. I don't know if Amazing people can see. Headphones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if people can see. These are the coolest. I'm going to have to post a picture after the show because, like, seriously, these are the sickest pair of headphones ever. They, they don't sound great, but at least they look, they look quite amazing. You don't even normally use the word sick, so. I know. That's how you know it's good. Uh, tonight, uh, my guest, and uh, it's, a, it's a fellow Hello Kitty uh, Just enthusiast. Just Hello Kitty. Yeah, because I know you got your Hello Kitty ears. Uh, but... Um, more interestingly, if you can believe that, more interestingly, <laughs> interestingly than being really into Hello Kitty, uh, is the fact that uh, uh, she is an exorcist, and she has been in the show, on the show before, uh, and it was really cool, and tonight I'm really happy that she's back, and we're going to get into all this stuff again, because you know I'm quite morbidly fascinated by this topic. Mm -hmm. So my guest tonight is R.H. Davis. How are you doing, R.H.? I'm good, thanks. thanks for You're doing good? How's the heat? I know it's, it's been a little hot lately. Right? I'm not a I'm, I'm, I'm being a rebel by still wearing a hoodie, even though it's like 102 outside. I still bring my sweaters everywhere, like I'm a lady. Right? No, you have to. You have to. I, the thing I, is, it gets cold as soon as you go into a building or the AC's on, exactly. and then it's like particularly cold. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, that, that's why we shouldn't switch headphone channels. <laughs> Good thing we're professionals here. Anyways, RH, uh, thank you for being with us tonight. Now, uh, since the last time you were here, why don't you tell me what's, what's new? What, what's cracking? How's the exorcism thing going? Because that's some heavy stuff. Um, I, d I don't want to say it's going well. Um. It's one of those things that you don't want to say. Oh, business is booming is so or something, great. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's going steadily, we'll say. Um, okay. You know, uh, things have been moving interestingly since then. There's mm. been a lot of, you know, I was asking people this on Twitter the other day. Yeah. Um, I was asking people if they've been feeling all this energy movement going mm. on. I remember you tweeted something about yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. did. Because uh, a lot of people, apparently, especially right now, have been having some, some issues. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of anger, lots of depression, lots of things just kind of floating around. Mm -hmm. If you're like an astrology person, there are a lot of planetary reasons that's Mercury's on retrograde <laughs> and all that, right? Like Yeah, like and there were trines and all kinds mm -hmm. of crosses and just crazy, mm. crazy things going on last month. And I mean, I'm not an astrologer, so it would be boring and terrible for me to try to explain that. But lots of crazy planetary stuff going on and just lots of very heavy energy. And so, you know, normally I end up doing this. Uh, I So... If we back up a little bit, yeah. I do 
what I call cleansings for people, places, and things. Uh-huh. You know, um, places that feel kind of gross and have yucky energy, and people who are with entities, which we'll talk about right. soon, mm-hmm. and uh, items that have the same idea. Um, so normally I do that, and it costs a bit of money to mm-hmm. do that. You know, um, I'm very fortunate that I have clients who come and they can pay that. Um, mm-hmm. and some are famous people or whatever. Uh, but that's not open to everybody. Not everybody can afford that. So what I decided to do because of all this energy stuff that was going on was I decided that I'm going to have one charity weekend. Nice. Where I just open it to people who like a first come first serve, let's make an appointment basis. Yep. And then people can just do it for a donation. And that donation oh, could be like good services. doesn't really matter. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of open. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> um, but that's, you know, so people who probably need it but right. couldn't necessarily afford to do it get a chance to do it. Okay. Now, when you talk about entity removals and removing entities from places and things, why don't you give us a few examples? Let's start with, with uh, places because, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I think my house is haunted or whatever. Right. Is that what you're talking about as far as removing entities from a place? Uh, sometimes. So there are d- different kinds of things when we're talking about places. Um, a lot of people make the assumption that it's haunted. Entities uh-huh. are not ghosts. So let's, let's mm. clear that up first. Okay. Or what, what I guess people, ghosts get mad about that too. So they're not spirits because... Ghosts are a different thing than spirits. Okay. <laughs> um, ghosts are like freshly dead people who are stuck in the same place, and the spirits mm-hmm. are like dead people. And entities have never been people. They're, they're just a totally mm-hmm. different thing than that. They're what other people in Hollywood call demons. Mm. But I, like I said, uh, I think last time I was on the show that I, it's tomato, tomato to me. I don't, I actually don't call them demons. I don't think they're demons. I think mm-hmm. they just, they follow what they do. Like they, they feed and mm-hmm. they, do what keeps them alive. What do they feed on? Okay, so there are different types of entities. Um, the most common, which many, many people carry and they don't realize that they have. So uh, we'll just preface that with a, a lot of people have mm-hmm. entities they don't know they have them. Mm. That's number one. Um, a lot of people carry what I call um, a Clive, which is like the lowest form of... And I, I call it that because they look like Clive Barker drawings when I see them. <laughs> um you know, there's no encyclopedia, so I make it up as I go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no one's written the definitive one yet. I might, but we right. haven't done it yet. So um, those are the ones that most people have, and they are like leeches. Okay. And what they feed on is depression, anger, um, sadness, emotional distraught, just things like that. And mm-hmm. you'll know that you have that when you, you know, it, it's kind of a difficult, it's a fine line situation, but you when you're depressed for long periods of time and you're really not sure why, or you just have this weird anger, you hear that weird voice in your head and you're like, what the hell? I totally do not think that. Why did that happen? That's usually an entity and people just, they pass that off as I'm just mentally ill or I've got Mm. this or I've got Mm -hmm. that. And there's nothing to say that that's not true, but a cleansing might not hurt you. Right, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people do carry these things and they don't realize they carry it because this is just not something that we consider a science. Right. It's considered mysticism, Mm -hmm. which is always just a science that hasn't been proven yet, in my opinion. Mm. So, you know, they just kind of pass it off as immaterial. But because they do that and we don't go through that in this Western civilization type of thing and we we discount emotional everything. We just discount emotions, period, and we just blame it on other things. Mm -hmm. People don't fix those things in their body. Right. And when you carry old pain, 
you emit a frequency. So everybody emits a frequency. We're all mm. energy, right? Everyone right. can agree on that. We're all energy. We emit frequencies based on where we are in life. So if we're constantly depressed, we emit a lower frequency. You know, if mm -hmm. we're constantly enraged, it's a lower frequency. If we're just the happiest, most optimistic people, we're high frequency. And that's what we put out into the world. So these entities, they are attracted by frequency. So if you are, I'm depressed frequency, mm -hmm. and that's what you're constantly putting out, the thing that's attracted to depression is what you will attract to you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the rage things will go to the rage things, and that's, you know, that's just kind of how it works. You know, it's funny because it reminds me of, uh, of uh, a, an instance where I was uh, at an investigation at the, at the former Linda Vista Hospital, and uh, we were just walking through, uh, through one of the floors, and I was with, with a small group of friends who, who have a paranormal group. And, you know, everything was fine. We were just kind of having small talk as we walked, and then... We left that floor, went to the next floor, and all of a sudden, one of the guys who had been quiet the whole time just breathes like this really heavy, just like, like he just let like a lot of pressure out or something. Right. And he says, like, guys, you know, I got to tell you something while we were in the third floor, like this overwhelming feeling to just jump off. And we're like on the fourth floor, you know? And uh, he's like this overwhelming feeling of just sadness and depression came over me. And I wanted to jump off this, you know, jump off the balcony, like, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, I was it was the first time I've seen anything like that. Uh, so is that basically that's basically what you're talking about as far as attracting. I'm not saying that he was depressed. I mean, I don't know what was his yeah, mental I mean, state of mind at the so time. To, but to save my own self, because I wasn't there, I don't know. Because right. spirit can do that, too. He might have been channeling. Mm. I mean, that might have been like some guy jumped off. Right, right, <laughs> and right. So he's feeling that situation. But in a normal everyday situation, so you're not walking around in a place that, you know, is exceedingly haunted mm -hmm. and you're just like having a day. And all of a sudden, you're like, yes, I'm going to jump off this building. Mm -hmm. And you've never had a thought like that before. You, that It's just so out of the blue and unauthor unorthodox. Right. Excuse me. So, like, for example, people have this all the time. And this is most often entity. And they don't realize this. But it's like when you're driving and you're mm -hmm. at the stop and then someone's crossing. And then you're like, I'm just going to run them over. And then, <laughs> and then what? you say to yourself, wait, like, wait. what the hell? Where does that you, mean, you mean not everybody thinks that? <laughs> <laughs> Most people have that at some point, but they it's something else that does that. Right. It's not, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A lot of people experience something that they feel is foreign inside their head. Yeah. And if you talk to a psychiatrist, they're always going to tell you that you need to be on pills for that. Mm, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's not always that simple. There's complex reasons why that may be happening and you may be carrying <clears throat> entities. And it's not to scare people. I don't say mm -hmm. that to scare people because that there's nothing they can really do. We're not... We're not talking about movie-style entities. It's right. a whole different ballgame than mm. this. Most people do not carry movie-style entities unless you are absolutely the next world leader. You are not going to be visited really? by any kind of entity like that. Why a world leader? Well, I always laugh at exorcism movies because, because they make me laugh. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but because the way Hollywood portrays exorcism is completely wrong. It's mm. completely wrong. Um, they always show <clears throat> the most extreme case. Right. And they show the most extreme case in the most ridiculous place. So, for example, what I mean by that is you'll be like it, the whole thing will take place in a farmhouse in Iowa. Mm -hmm. And it's this girl who is just possessed by this thing, this horrible, mm -hmm. horrible, what they call demon, right? This terrible, de it's the devil. It's mm -hmm. the devil. Yeah. 
and the devil has taken up residence in this girl's body for whatever reason we can't understand, and that's just what happens. Mm -hmm. That's never what would happen. Mm. It wouldn't happen that way because, first of all, Hollywood is making the assumption that these entities are really stupid, and that's not always the case mm -hmm. either. So we have a hierarchy of intelligence just like we do with everything else. Correct. It's not, it's not different. Um, the ones who would be what some human being would consider a devil who could do things like that and make things really and ultimately kill someone, um, those entities would not be interested in some girl in Iowa who can't do anything but lay in a bed and die. Mm -hmm. There's no point for that. They think like we think. Mm. Um, it's intelligent. There's an intelligence right. to it. So the ones that can do that, they're highly evolved thinkers. They're going to be looking for people that they can control and manipulate to do something destructive <coughs> that's worth their time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can I butt in? This was a question <laughs> from a few minutes ago. Okay. Um, so, you know, if there's entities um, that might be attracted to certain frequencies and different ones to others, do you get any, not necessarily like malicious ones that are attracted to positive ones? Could you like have? Yes, there because are positive entities. Presumably, as well. that there's a gradient as well. There's no black and white, right? There's yes, anger might be not as bad as pure evil, etc. No, no, right? and it's so not. Yes, it's, it's just a different type of emotion rather than completely a black emotion sort of thing. Yes, but then like, so you know, are there different things with different characteristics that are attracted to different sort of people? Yes, absolutely, and funny you should say that because also in movies they always show that people are so afraid to do an exorcism mm -hmm. with lots of people in the room because they're like it's just going to jump from person to person to person right, right. that's what they always show but that's not possible mm -hmm. mm. it can't do that so if it's in somebody that has depressive energy it can only seek out depressive energy people ah. it can't go to Mr. Rage because it's not the same entity yeah. I see. you know what I mean so it's not as scary as people think Right, right. Um, but there are positive entities as well and people consider those angels and things mm -hmm. like that again there are things that you know everybody sees things differently yeah, or some mm -hmm. people you know talk about guardians or guardian exactly. spirits or something master like that. teachers all of those things are still entities they're mm -hmm. just different types of entities you know, mm -hmm. it's the scale right you know uh, I have a question here in the chat room that kind of goes with um, something that I wanted to ask as far as uh, removing an entity, say, from a place. Uh, okay. A couple of, I think it was like two weeks ago. I don't know if you if you caught this story on the Internet that apparently the this uh, satanic group was going to do a, a reenactment, they called it, of a, a black mass at Harvard University as part of a cultural, you know. Almost like a lecture. Yeah, reading, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, there was obviously, a, 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 a you know, a, the religious leaders were, were quite upset by it, understandably right. so. And they had to move the, they moved the thing to an undisclosed location after they tried like three or four places. All of them turned them down. They ended up doing it allegedly somewhere else. When I brought that story to the show, you know, I'm one of those people that even though I might not partake in those beliefs, I feel like it, we're, you know, the, the beauty of this nation is that we can all kind of practice what we choose to believe and, and, and be respectful of one another. But my concern was, you know, uh, at least from what you read and what you hear about people that have been involved in those things, they'll tell you that, you know, it's very dangerous because you're opening certain doors and portals, yes. et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so the question was, um, uh, your thoughts on the Black Mass reenactment, and if you can tie that in with how an entity can take over a place or inhabit an actual home or room okay. or whatever. Um, okay. 
maybe like is it bad if to them they're only reenacting it you know that this we kind of had a, a debate on the yeah. show because yeah. she was like but if you don't believe that. it if it's her well, no okay that's a separate thing right. but like you know how bad is it and could it be just as bad uh it's dumb <laughs> <laughs> the answer is that's stupid. Uh -huh. And the reason why it's stupid is because most people who do things like that, and I can't, I can't verify this with the people who did it, mm -hmm. but most people who do things like that, they do not know how to protect themselves. They do not know <coughs> how to keep things closed when they do things. Right, I right, mean, right. So I when these were the actual... The, these were... The actual yeah, they were they were they were the group that uh, got that statue of... Uh, oh, yeah, of the, yeah. yeah, it was the same group. You know, it's it's dangerous. It is right. dangerous. I can't say that it's not. And the the darker you go with mm -hmm. what you're doing ritualistically, the worse it can be and the worse right. you attract. Because then you're attracting things that are like, oh, it's open for business. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to totally come in and swallow you whole. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you can. Wow. And that's, I mean, even um, all kinds of practitioners of any of this, spiritual and stuff even if they're just let's say mediums for example yeah. mediums don't work in what i work with i don't necessarily work with dead people mm -hmm. but even mediums before they do readings if they are worth their salt they put up specific protections even about against those who have passed because dead people are chatty they're very chatty mm -hmm. <laughs> and they love to talk and people who have lost people do not think this is true but i promise you if they if you just open yourself up, <coughs> they will not shut up. They will not leave you alone. So mediums have to do that because mm. they're just like, oh my God, the floodgates are going to open. Everybody's going to party in my brain right. <laughs> for like an hour. So they have to set up just parameters just for that. And, mm -hmm. and usually deceased people are not, you know, nothing you need to be scared of. They don't really have ill intent. They just want to mm -hmm. like come and be seen. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you're dealing with entities, you're dealing with things that have potentially ill intent. Right. The ones that just feed, they have really no intent. They just mm -hmm. kind of are like, I'm here. I need to exist. Uh, you're here. Let's just have some food. The ones who, you know, if you're talking about a ritualistic situation like that, especially if you're talking about, oof, I don't know, sacrificial things and really yeah. just dark, dark, dark things. Yeah, yeah. You attract b just by doing that some mm -hmm. of the worst, the worst. Mm-hmm. You're not really equipped for that. I don't think any of those people really equip themselves <coughs> for what could come in. And they don't mm -hmm. think about that because they're really like, I hope it comes in. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what you're doing. You're hoping right. that. Um, now, you know, it's funny because uh, it, we had a guest on the show a while back and he was uh, the subject of a documentary uh, entitled I Sold My Soul to Satan. Okay. And it was it, it was these these two guys that were they wanted to make a I guess their original idea was to make a TV show kind of chronicling the process of somebody that was willing to sell their soul okay. to Satan for fame or whatever is it that they wanted right so they narrowed it down to to two people they 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 picked uh, this guy his name is Kai really cool dude and uh, and they made you know and and it, they turned that into a documentary and you see all the you know hoops he had to jump through like you know there's a lot of stuff that goes into these kind of kind of uh, rituals uh, to <laughs> sell your soul i think just for some background info like you know he just did it because a he could be on tv and he could get some money and he explicitly said you know he didn't believe any of that stuff like literally he was like sure you know i'll do this <laughs> for tv but 
I think it's important to know that because yeah. obviously his mind, like yeah, he was his opinion changed and weird stuff happened. Oh yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, we follow him through this documentary, and you know, at the end of it. He's literally living. It looks like he's out in the desert or something. Like he was in well, a very there, there dark. Had, there had to be bad place in an abandoned place or a ghost town. No, but I mean after yeah. after the ritual. Remember, they go looking for him, and he and he's talking oh, about okay. how how all that brought him. Like he he ended up getting divorced. Like all of these bad things yeah. happen. Uh, have you encountered people like that? I mean, you know, I know it's it's a it's a it's a almost like a catchphrase that we hear around. This part of town, you know, with so many actors and, and people are trying to make it, it's like selling your soul to the devil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do you encounter, you know, any situations like that where people maybe dabbled into something? Oh, yeah. thinking, really? Yes. People what can do you that tell me about time. that? I do not know why they do this, but they do this all the time. And like I said, they're very ill-equipped to do that. And just because my, my phrase for that is just because you don't believe in that does not mean it does not believe in you. Mm. Uh, you can believe whatever you want, but you're, again, inviting something in. Now, was it the devil? I highly doubt it. Mm. <laughs> Without looking right. at him and checking him out, I still doubt <laughs> it. I really doubt it. I think he probably invited something fairly mid-grade. Mm. Um, but people come to me to stop that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Or, like, they come to me and they say things like, because they firmly believe this, you know, my ex is... My ex hates me, mm. and my ex is like this dark arts practitioner, whatever that means. You know? Right, right. That could be a million different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's sending me like voodoo through through the mail. Oh <laughs> wow! Just like through thoughts, <laughs> right, I'm right. getting like. And I try to tell people, you know, he's probably not powerful enough to do that, um, but it could be a lot of other things. So mm. let's just take a look, and you know, should someone actually be powerful enough to do that, you can put up lots of blocks and protection for that. You mm. don't have to just take that kind of crap. <laughs> now, what can you tell me about objects? What are some of the objects most commonly possessed of? Dolls. Dolls? Dolls, dolls rings, jewelry. Um, Take this thing off right now. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> I mean, not because it's like I'm putting a demon or whatever you want to. Uh, like I said, I don't call uh -huh. them that, but that's just how people call them. But I'm putting an entity into this ring and then I'm giving it to you. Mm. It doesn't usually work that way, but it could be like something that you stole from someone who had something negative mm. or... You know, um, it's interesting because jewelry carries a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. uh, no pun intended, but it does carry a lot of weight. And in fact, when people come to see me, I make them take all their jewelry off. I don't mm. allow any metal into my, mm. what I call the spirit room. I don't allow any metal. I don't allow shoes. I don't allow any mm -hmm. of that stuff in there. And the, uh, no electronics, because boy, do I fry electronics. Really? <sighs> mm. I've had so many people's iPhones die that oh. I just stopped them from bringing them in now. <laughs> Was that a very similar thing? to what was said in that documentary by, um, by that lady. She said she makes people leave pretty much everything yes, right. inside. Bring it. And she said, like, stuff will just break otherwise. Yes, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And the reason I say no to jewelry, <coughs> there are two reasons. First of all, mm -hmm. depending on what the jewelry is made of, and a lot of people wear silver, um, that can kind of be in the way mm -hmm. just because of what it is. And then the second thing is people don't realize this, but they place a lot of... Um, I call it protection. Like, uh, if you see me here, I have, wear a lot of different pieces right. of jewelry, and they're protective, and they have different things on them for my own mm -hmm. whatever. But even if you don't do that specifically, if you're so, for example, if you're carrying, if you wear a piece of jewelry that your mother gave you, mm -hmm. and your mother has passed, and you wear that piece of jewelry all the time, and you're coming to see me because you need a cleansing because we don't know this yet, but 
you have a root system issue with your mother that caused mm. all these things to happen in your life. I can't allow you to wear that because that's going to protect the issue. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. it's going to root that issue to you. So I make you be, you know, not naked, but you know, without the things that you, you keep on you as <coughs> protection in your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes two people are aware that they wear things for protection. I've had a lot of clients come in and say, oh, I've always worn this, you know, Michael medallion, you know, like mm -hmm. things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consider this very protective. And it is. It's not that it's not. And the more you believe that it is, so that's where belief really comes in. The mm. more energy you put into that to mm -hmm. protect you, the more protective it becomes. But it can also protect your issues. Yeah. It can mm. protect your entities from wow. getting, from anything passing wow. through you, period. Mm -hmm. So that's why we take it off. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think um, I recall that from the last show as well you were talking you know just as much as they can keep them out like yes. an exorcism can't be performed with that bubble around you still right? yes because ultimately you're going to keep it in mm -hmm. so that's the that's and uh, talking about places so you know there's a hotel downtown where that girl passed Amanda Lamb yes, yes 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 who came to visit me believe it or not no way oh, oh such a big way are you serious <laughs> such a big way um, yeah, someone had posted that. I, I get all of that posted to my Facebook because people know what I do. Right. So they're like, look at Should we? Uh, could you g just give a brief uh, a summary yeah, of that so, story for people that so might have been there? there's a video now. of this woman. So this woman was coming from Canada, I believe, and she, no. she was on some kind of vacation. She ends up in like one of our Skid Row hotels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Not exactly five stars. It, it was not for vacation purposes. She should have jumped that, you know, like... <laughs> And Check the, the, you know, the motives are who knows what now. Right, right. Um, but there's a video up her in the the <coughs> elevator from the security camera, and it looks like you know if people send it to me because they're like, is she possesses? Yeah. You know because that's what people are debating: is this woman uh, possessed? Yeah. And it sort of looks like that because she's in there and she's pushing all the buttons and she's looking Correct. right and left and the doors aren't closing and it's a it's no coincidence mm -hmm. the doors don't close and there's a lot of different things and. What I found interesting was uh, her hand movement. A yeah. lot of attention was brought to that as far, you know, it looked like she was talking to somebody or yes. something. Like, just, I, I just got chills Honestly, just thinking about that. I can tell you exactly what happened to her. Um, no one will believe me because that's kind of how this goes. But right, <laughs> I can right, tell right. you what she showed me. And she, she actually made her presence known to another person in a store while she was with me. Very interesting story for that. And I'll tell you what that okay. you'll, you'll laugh because it's like the most ridiculous thing a spirit can do. But that's what they do. OK. But why I bring that up and I, I mean, I can get into all that. But the, why I bring that up is because you asked about places. Now, yeah. places like people can only be exercised if they want the entities to leave. So if you come to me and you say, this thing has ruined my life. I, mm -hmm. I have had the worst situation in my life for so mm -hmm. long. I've had this happen, jobs and you know, relationships and all this stuff, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. And then I tell you, after I check you out, and I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. You have this thing, and you're like, oh, I, I think I do, and this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. If you are unwilling to let that go, if you're really unwilling, if you believe that serves you in some way or keeps you safe or protects you or does, because people have symbiotic mm -hmm. re relationships mm -hmm. with entities. They don't realize yeah. that, but they do. Oftentimes it's a, it's a feed and feed. <laughs> right, right. Um, if you are unwilling to let it go, the, the likelihood of you letting it back in is very high. Mm -hmm. So I can pull it out, but it's going to hover around you for a little while. And if you're like, cool, <laughs> come right, back in, right. that's what's going to mm -hmm. happen. So with that particular hotel, I actually wanted to do, I wanted to film mm -hmm. that hotel. I wanted to go to it with a bunch of people and film yeah. it because I want to show people 
I could exercise that entire building. And mm-hmm. there are nasty, nasty, nasty dark things in that building. Well, if I, if I you know, take a moment here, yeah. I just pulled up the, the information. And uh, it's called the Cecil Hotel. Yes. And, uh, um, you know, it, it has a reputation for the, the numerous suicides and murders that occur there. And murderers. And murderers <laughs> like Richard Ramirez, who was into some pretty dark stuff himself. And I wasn't, I'm not familiar with this guy. Jack Unter, Unterwager? I hope I'm not butchering his... I shouldn't. (laughs) Boy, poor choice of words there. (laughs) Poor choice of words. That's my bad. But yeah, it looks like this hotel has. uh, Yeah, it's it's. uh, So why don't you tell us? Yeah, how you would go about doing this? Yeah, so let's say I was able to get into every room, which I can't because people live there. But if I could, let's just say it was an open open building for me. Right. I could just go in and do whatever I please and get everything out. The problem is that the people who live there bring it back in. Mm -hmm. So you cannot exercise a space where the intention is to bring things back in. Like, mm. it's just impossible. I mean, right. you could do it, but it's just going to come right back. So it's kind of a waste of effort. Mm-hmm. And with that particular situation, that hotel still harbors murderers. It still right. does. And so, and including hers. So uh, it would not be a place that would be worthwhile to do that because the, the energy is so negative and dark that it's just going to just keep coming back. Was her murderer uh, human? Yes and no. So, uh, after I saw that, Mm -hmm. um, I had a dream that night that was not a dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was her, and it was in the room that she stayed in. I've Mm -hmm. never been there, and I've never seen these rooms. Um, So, I just went by what I was seeing, and it Mm -hmm. was like green and floral. It was kind of gaudy floral prints and some weird, weird colors. And essentially, what I saw in that was that she saw something that was not human. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was running from here. Oh, wow. Right? So she comes from this side into the elevator. And she keeps mm-hmm. peeking that way. Right? So she goes out. She takes a look to the right. The person who murdered her was coming from the left. So when you look at that video, you'll yeah. see a shoe. If you really look at that it, video. On the, is it on the reflection of the... It's like, okay... It's very hard to explain exactly where it is because I looked at it a few times after I saw this uh-huh. like, in the dream space. So I was like, what? am I crazy? Let's take a look at these things. Mm-hmm. But you do. You actually see someone stepping forward. Mm-hmm. That is not her. So you'll see mm. just a shoe coming into because that person knew there was a security mm. camera. Wow. So they stayed out of focus. Mm-hmm. That person told her that he could see what she saw and that he could help her get away from it. And then he killed her. No way. Yes. I just got chills. I'm yeah. sorry. That's and so, you know, when I have dreams like that, I am the first person who thinks I'm wow. a crazy person. <laughs> so I'm like, no, come on. But it's I, I can tell that they're still. So when I woke up that morning, she was still around. She was right. just hanging out, hanging out, hanging right. out. So the first thing I do is I check it. I check uh-huh. the facts. I'm like, is there a shoe? I don't know. Oh my gosh, there actually is. It's very hard to see, mm. but you do see it. Mm-hmm. What do the rooms look like? okay, the rooms look like I saw. Right. So then I know, okay, this is not me. Because yeah. you want to differentiate that. Yeah. You don't, you, I'm as skeptical <laughs> as anyone else, believe it or not, even though the things I say are crazy. But I know they're crazy, which makes me not crazy. <laughs> so that, that's how I justify right. that. But I check it myself because I'm like, well, I don't want to tell people that's accurate if it's not accurate. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to believe that myself. So here's the f- most amusing part of that story because it's really not an amusing story. But... She was hanging out so much because she wanted me to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that a lot from deceased people. Like, go do something about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell do you want me to do? 
Like, there's really, I can't go to police and go, this is what happened. Right. Because they're like, yeah, okay. Right, <laughs> You right. know what I mean? Like, in, when I see missing persons things in stores, sometimes I know that one's, that person's died, that person's alive, right. this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. I really have no, there's no recourse to that. I can't go to the police and be yeah. like, this right. person's dead. They're right. Like, how do you know that? Right. Um, so I keep these things to myself. I don't, I like, I might share them, <coughs> in, I think, maybe publicly, and maybe mm-hmm. that's really what she wanted, but, you know, that's the best I can really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she hung out with me for a while there, and it was kind of like, okay, I get it, you're here. But yeah. I had errands to run that day because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not always a glamorous life. <laughs> so I had to go to Trader Joe's mm-hmm. <laughs> that morning <laughs> in my groceries. Right. And this is the funniest part. So I'm in the produce section. So if uh-huh. you can imagine a produce section of any grocery store, even if you don't have Trader Joe's, you're in the produce section. And I was picking something up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was a woman coming opposite direction of me with her cart, uh-huh. also in the produce section, going right. to get whatever she was going to get. This girl who had passed was getting fed up with me because <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. So she literally picks up a red pepper. I'm not joking. And she throws it throws it across at to the um, sample station. You know where there's like the sample station? Right, right, right. Like kind of 10 feet maybe mm-hmm. from the this part. She picks it up and throws it. Now, nobody else sees that. They just see a pepper flying in the air and then being thrown really hard over to the other side. Wow. Uh-huh. So the woman coming this way stopped her cart because it happened right in front of her. And she was like, that is the scariest thing I have ever seen in my life. Really? And of course, I'm just like going to pick up the pepper going, oh, my God. Or are we serious? Right, right. <laughs> you know, so I usually tell that story, but I don't tell I don't tell who it was. Right. But since we're in Los Angeles, then that's who it was. Huh. Yeah. Now uh, I'm reading here because I pulled up this this uh, article on Elisa Lam, and this is interesting. I don't know if you, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, shortly after the discovery of Elisa Lam's body, a deadly outbreak of tuberculosis occurred in Skid Row near the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. Uh, you probably won't believe the name of the test kit used in these kinds yeah, of yeah. situations. It's Lam Elisa. Yeah. That is hardcore synchronicity. synchronicity. And uh, this article, for anybody that wants to check it out, is on the Vigilant, VigilantCitizen.com uh, website. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some uh, some crazy crazy things going on there with that case. Yeah, more than coincidence. And, and you know, you can call it conspiracy theory or whatever, <clears throat> but you know, it's very hard for a young woman to place herself in a water tower right. and close the lid. <laughs> I mean, this is not possible. Because not. I'm also reading here. I mean, this stuff that I forgot uh, that the the police ruled the death as accidental, of course, yeah. and that she was just bipolar. Yeah. Right. Still doesn't explain how she got herself into a water tower, took off all her clothes, and closed the lid. These mm-hmm. are very heavy things. That's a very small woman. Right. Right. You know. I mean, there are easier ways to kill yourself if that's what you're going to do. Right. And uh, and yes. And Jennifer woke up in the chat room said that yeah, the toxicology reports show that she yeah, was she had nothing yeah. in her system. Uh, yeah. And just to go back to a question that she or not a question but a comment that she posted when we were talking about jewelry, she says that. Uh, when jewelry breaks, she doesn't fix it because she takes it as a sign. Is Sometimes it is, especially if it's stones. Really? If it's stones, yeah. I've had many stones break, and when they do, I'm just like, okay, <clears> then. <throat> and what, what, what is it about stones and minerals, like metals and stuff like that? Why, why those things? Well, the metals kind of block things, but the stones usually uh, accept and absorb it. So mm-hmm. if your stone breaks, it usually means that it's taken a bunch of hits for you. Um, mm-hmm. So any kind of negative energy, even if it's just your own, it's just taking a bunch of hits. So if it breaks, it's like, yeah, you want it's done. 
<laughs> wow. I just want to leave it. <laughs> just that, put on a new one. That, that is uh, definitely uh, uh, good advice, I think, because uh, I know that a lot of people do that with mirrors. For Well, obviously, yeah. you can't keep a broken mirror, but <laughs> even, even like... Uh, you know, fine china or whatever, just anything that breaks, a lot of people would choose to, like, even if it's old or whatever, they don't bother repairing it. They're just like, eh, ah, yeah. just better to keep it. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a, I have an oil pastel of my grandparents from their wedding night in my, my spirit room. Yeah. Um, because it just seems like the place to put it because they're both deceased. Mm -hmm. And the glass is broken on that. It's just mm. broken. <laughs> so I don't replace it because there's no point in replacing. It's just going to break again. Mm -hmm. Now, what, uh, what, is, uh, uh, what do you recommend people do in order to keep themselves protected? Um, well, the easiest thing you can do is, is meditate um, mm -hmm. because raising your vibrations is a thing, you know, keeping yourself higher vibrations, you know, like uh, basically just keeping yourself as happy as you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard. It's easier to say than done, you know, much easier said than done mm -hmm. uh, but if you can that's good and taking a, a time out to kind of balance yourself and, and mm -hmm. maintain a good especially in the morning if you can <coughs> do that to just kind of bring yourself up a bit right sometimes people wake up kind of meh yeah yeah <laughs> you know and so it takes a while and you gotta you know you're like where's my coffee and where's my this but mm -hmm. if you can just take a, a little bit and relax and breathe and just really focus on making yourself happier mm -hmm. you know the higher your vibrations the less you deal with those kinds of issues. Now, one of the things that I hear a lot, is, and uh, this is uh, particularly with people that, you know, have to deal with a lot of other people, whether it's, it's in retail or, or any, any kind of job that requires interaction yeah. with uh, uh, a lot of uh, different types of people, you know, they'll say, they, oh, you know, this person had a weird vibe. It's almost like they, they feel like that person's heaviness or whatever they yeah. have is, like, contagious. What can someone do in those cases? You know, if I'm, like, standing there and this person walks up to me and strikes a conversation, but I can tell that there's, you know, there's some, something wrong there. Yeah. How can I keep myself protected from well, first, a situation like that? First of all, you have to remind yourself that that's not your energy. And mm -hmm. I say that, and it sounds so simple, but the reality is that people soak that stuff up like sponges. Mm -hmm. They do. And, and the more intuitive you are, the more you get that. You just take the hit of people's energy a lot. Mm -hmm. So for me, for example... If I go to, um, like, okay, I was at a, a medium gallery reading not that mm -hmm. long ago. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't the person reading because I don't consider myself a medium. Right. But, you know, the person who was a medium is, like, reading everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. the, more, the later it got and the more spirit stepped forward, mm -hmm. the more I had to leave the room. Like, mm. I couldn't be in there anymore. Mm -hmm. Because you do. You soak that up. And, and the more you are in touch with that stuff, the mm -hmm. more you feel it. It's the same with people. The more intuitive you are, the more you feel everybody's day and situation, even if you don't consider yourself intuitive, mm -hmm. even if you don't even think that's real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mm -hmm. matter because you still do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so you just have to tell yourself, first of all, that's not your energy. Mm -hmm. That's somebody else's. It's separate from me. I need to keep it separate from me. Yeah. And then you can always, you know, give your own jewelry or something protective you could wear something protective for yourself and just like kind of be like okay that's not me mm -hmm. <laughs> let's keep it out we're gonna mm -hmm. keep it out right just doing that kind of stuff really does separate you you know it's mm -hmm. not always easy especially if they're right. directing crap at you right like if you're in retail for example and there's just some angry person there and they're giving you a hard time it's really hard to flush that out but you just have to try yeah you know? yeah 
I feel sorry for the people like that do customer service and stuff because yeah. they Ooh. get like the brunt of That's those kind of negative vibes That's and stuff. Um, um, I had a couple of questions from earlier on, and just before that, feedback's really good from the chat room. Everyone's like, "Oh, good, great cool. guests." Yeah. So. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they're saying you are the bomb. Yeah, oh, yeah. You are the bomb. that's yeah. very nice. <laughs> um, for people that are maybe just like inexperienced in cleansing, or you know, just wouldn't really know what to do, would you advise them not to buy antiques or antique jewelry? Because I know people, especially. Um, there's a good friend of mine back in England, and I think it was her wedding, her, her engagement ring was like an antique, like Victorian time one, and she got a necklace from her boyfriend as well. Like, there okay. were just some antique things, and it seems like that could be a dangerous game to play if, like, you think there might be something attached. Potentially, yeah, because you don't know where it came from. And I mean, I think one of the worst things that you could get, and it's not really that. I, People are so afraid of afraid of deceased people, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they really don't have to be. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing that is really not going to... It might be a nuisance to you, but it's not going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's more the attachments to things like that, okay. because it might have belonged to somebody, and they're, like, trying to get to know you. And okay, that's just so it might just be kind do. of annoying or yeah, scare you about it. Yeah, it could scare you, because people do get scared yeah. by that. Um, they don't mean to scare you, of course, but they yeah. do scare you, <laughs> because they're very... Mm -hmm fast they move very quick um vibrationally they move like okay. this i'm uh, making like mm -hmm. weird gestures with my hands um <laughs> they they move like little firecrackers so yeah. um they move so fast they don't realize that you're in a different time and space than they are and okay. so they're trying to get your attention like this and mm -hmm. you're just like what the hell is going on as in maybe like as um, in literally you might see something in the corner of your eye or like yes flash that's why that happens to yourself, or they'll mess with your that? electronics like the tv will go on and off mm -hmm. you know you see a lot of lights flicker yeah and those times when you're not sure like did, did i imagine that or? right and so people get scared of that but that's mm -hmm. just their way of communicating they're not trying to scare you and you okay. can just be like hey dude that's enough man yeah <laughs> they'll get bored i guess you know yeah i mean you can literally talk to them and be like oh that's not cool for me mm -hmm. you need to just stop doing that and usually they're pretty good about that um, but like for me, for example, I'll just give an example of that. Like um, my mother has passed and she's around all the time, she's all the time, all the time. And when she's really trying to get my attention, I'll get poked and it'll be like poke, 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 poke. Like mm -hmm. it just doesn't stop. And I'm like, okay, you're like giving me anxiety now. You need to stop. I get it. You're here. Mm -hmm. um, so with jewelry, if you do buy antique jewelry, you know, just make sure you um, you can soak it in vinegar that's one thing you can mm -hmm. do with it um that won't hurt it uh you can sage it so you just buy some dried sage and smoke it like not smoke it but just <laughs> <laughs> you know like light it up so sage. it's smoking my my ears perked up about like yeah. what <laughs> and just kind of run the jewelry in that you can um can you like it. rinse it on the running water yeah I've heard the, i don't know I've heard it, sun, but yeah like those types of things the leave same things you do to crystals yes exactly treat mm -hmm. it like a crystal Okay. Yeah, because it will, you know, you can change the energy of items. Like, we've had items where I'm like, this comes from this, mm -hmm. and I don't like this thing. Mm -hmm. And <coughs> if I still like the item, I'll just, I'll clean it, mm -hmm. you know, until I don't feel that anymore. Okay. So if you if you pick it up, and you're like, this feels gross to me, mm -hmm. then don't wear it. Mm -hmm. You know, be, a, be intuitive, feel yeah. it. Right. Everybody has the ability to do more than they think they do intuitively. Mm -hmm. Most people are just defined by their social order so they don't they think mm -hmm. that's my brain and i'm not really hearing yeah. anything or i'm not 
the, the more you trust that you're getting answers for things, mm -hmm. the easier they come. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? And that's yeah. the hardest thing for people to do because we live in a society where the things that I'm saying sound nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? No, it's and true. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I'm a professional person and these things are still happening. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, that uh, now more than ever, it seems like people are more open and becoming more accepting yes, of these true. things. So You're that the answer. Yeah, it, I think it's really great. Now, the, f the, the first time you came on the show, uh, you told us a bit of... of you know the the cleansings that you do and, and some of the uh the things that occur during these cleansings yes. for people that maybe missed that show why don't you tell me a little bit about uh okay, some so of these you know cases that that you have encountered okay so let's say um you're a person who needs a cleansing let's say you're like oh wait that could be me i might yeah. need that and when i say you're a person who needs a cleansing i will say that most people need a cleansing <laughs> um and i say that only because like I said, most people don't know they have it and they don't really do this. And you, you right. know, you, you fix your dishwasher, you f tune up your car, but you don't do this. You really need to fix your spirit sometimes. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. the way it is. Like you do, you attract dirt just like everything else attracts. Right. Um, so when people come to me and they need, they need this service, you know, they're really afraid because they don't know what to expect. They're like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm terrified. I don't know how this is going to go. But it's really actually um, a very quiet process. I don't chant. I don't play drums. I'm not a shaman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't do any of those things. There's no like speaking in tongues. I'm not a priest. I don't throw holy water on you. Um, what I do is is much more, um, I guess you would call it intuitive. I speak to your guides and I figure out with you <coughs> what, what's really going on with mm -hmm. you. So a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, like something really benign like i'm in this job and i don't know if i want to keep this job and i'm kind of a jerk because i'm the one who goes right i i look at what i call root systems which yeah. is your core being mm -hmm. so i don't know what's going on with your job mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm not a psychic but i will tell you this it's not about your job mm. <laughs> that's not why you're here and so mm -hmm. we'll go into the reasons why you're here and that's usually a much deeper deeper issue Issues from your past, you know, from childhood that have not been explored, that have attracted entities, things that you've not even thought were connected. Like I get a lot, sometimes I get um, clients where they're, I tell them, this is what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, no, that's not happening. Hmm. And I'm like, but it is happening. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's not happening. <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, they're like, I think that's happening. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Because I'm like, no, it's really there. We got to figure out what's mm -hmm. going on. And they're right. like, I'm totally unaware of that. But then they're like, oh, wait. I know why that's happening. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that's just how it works. Um, so when they come, you know, there are scary things that might happen uh, depending on what you think is scary. Like some people throw up. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a lot of pukers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had convulsing people. I've had um, a lot of criers. You know, just it's all of this is natural, whatever right. it is for you. And I will say that the, the worst of the situations you had let's say in childhood or the, I should say the worse the thing you're carrying, mm -hmm. the more difficult the process is for you. Meaning, so the, the worst people I ever see usually throw up and some of them actually have thrown up to the point where they can see the entity come out. Oh wow! Like they can mm -hmm. see it. <laughs> and then they come running to me to go, Oh my God, it looks like this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's continue. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yes, I'm aware. Let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Cause they have to get up sometimes uh, several times during cleansing. Right. Right. Uh, but that's the scariest thing that can happen. And the, the bottom line is you're in a very <laughs> nurturing, very safe environment. Mm -hmm. I really take a lot of pains to do that. Um, the way that I do it and where I do it is, is, it works for you, not right. against you. 
It's to help you. And it's to help you so you never have to carry this again mm-hmm. if you choose not to, let's mm-hmm. say, right. because of the thing we talked about earlier. Um, and every single person, 100% of the time, when we're done, they immediately feel better. It's immediate. Wow. And then continues. So, and I mean, I've also helped people conceive. Really? Yeah. And so yeah, that seems to be a weird specialty of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It actually is. Um, Genevieve, Genevieve move, move the chair back a little bit. Move the chair. <laughs> I don't mean I don't just give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not heading down that road just yet. Yeah. I've had people come to me who've had years and years of in vitro. Oh, wow. That have been told my ovaries are dead. I cannot have a wow. child at all. And I'm just so <clears throat> sad about this. And they've come to me as a last resort Mm because they don't even necessarily believe in what I do. Mm -hmm. But they're just like, I'm desperate and I'm going to try everything everything. because this is it. So they come and, you know, it's very interesting because part of my process is I I look over where... So I lay people down and I Mm -hmm. look over you and I touch places on you, not to be perverted, but... There are places on you that I see have blockages. There's mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. entities there or like old crap that's just hanging out that shouldn't even be in your body anymore. Right, just right. like stuff, bad block, you know, blah stuff. Um, and it can be a lot of different things. So I work on that in between the other things I do to push that out of your body. Mm-hmm. And I have done that on people that I didn't know were having trouble conceiving. Oh, they wow. went, there are some people who come that didn't want to tell me anything. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's okay. Just lay down and do my thing. Right. So I've had a couple clients like that because they're skeptical about what I do, so they don't yeah. want to give me any they're information. They're almost testing you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll rock this. Right. So, w- but I've seen that they have issues in those areas. So I'm huh. pressing in you know, the lower abdomen and uh, doing my thing. Yeah. And I've had more than one person like basically say to me, well, one in particular person was like, I was told by doctors that that is just gone. I'm Mm. never going to have a baby from there at all. And I was like, oh, yes, you can. Mm. This is not dead. This is not dead. And then months later, happy to report that that person came back and said, I got pregnant. Wow. So, you know, doctors don't know everything. Like I said, I, I don't believe what I do is mysticism. I believe it's a science that hasn't been proven yet. Mm-hmm. Very well put. You know? uh, well, what, there's like a huge percentage of the universe, and they well, ha- exactly. they happily admit that they don't know what that what eighty percent or something is. So. Yes, and you know we can't forget. Like I think I said this last time because I always say this. Mm-hmm. There was a time where we believed that the world was flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until someone proves something different. Yeah. We will believe what we think we see, mm-hmm. and I always say I think that's the dumbest thing ever to say I believe it when I see it is so stupid because right, we right. don't see radio waves, see we most, don't see microwaves, yeah. we don't. So, okay, you're not going to see it. <laughs> you're no, never going to see it. And there are forms of energy, just like what you're exactly. talking about, <laughs> frequencies. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's that will change at some point when someone wants to put the dollars toward it and mm-hmm. really prove that it's in existence. Some mm-hmm. people just don't want to spend the money and really put the time into that. So right now what I do is like some crazy mysticism, crazy mm-hmm. lady stuff. <laughs> you know, until it's otherwise. Well, it's not that crazy if it's helping people. Yeah. You know, so it yeah. definitely means that, that, that you, what you're doing is, is definitely effective. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play a few a few songs and then we're going to come back because uh, people are going to have the opportunity to uh, to have your services. Yes. Even for, if they are out of state, which, yeah, that's really important in case there's people obviously in other places that, that yeah. want to uh, take advantage of this. I've never done that before. Really? <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> we'll see. I'm I'm sure it will have some success, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to a few songs, and actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the this little set of music with. Uh, you know, uh, a, a few weeks ago, we had Matt Sullivan from a, a record label called Light in the Attic Records. And uh, they reissue, you know, records from like the 60s, the 70s that, you know, didn't get their due at the time, you know. And, and one of them in particular was by a gentleman called Jim Sullivan. And people that have been tuning into this show, they're probably sick of me talking about <laughs> it. But I'm fascinated by this story. And uh, we got a chance to talk to Matt about his journey about you know, how he discovered this record, uh, because uh, this record came out in 1969, and it was called UFO, which for its time was a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, and the songs in the album dealt with, uh, you know, driving out, uh, you know, down the highway into the desert and being taken up in a UFO. Wow. Mysteriously, he left L.A. to go to Nashville to try and make some, some more, you know, some money as a session musician. And on the way there... Uh, they just found his car with all his stuff in there, and he disappeared. Wow. And to this day, they don't know what happened. So, oh yeah, it's a fascinating story. And what's interesting is that the, the, the leading track on that album is called Jerome. And Matt told us that uh, this is a town in Arizona that his uh, sister lived in. And apparently, you know, I just came across this story because uh, 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 a young girl in Jerome was doing a ghost tour and took a picture, and apparently she believes that she captured the face of an entity, and I did a little more research. turns out that Jerome is a pretty haunted town, in, mm. and it has a, a, an old hotel, uh, and I believe the name of the hotel is the Jerome Grand Hotel, and apparently it's pretty haunted. is a destination for ghost hunters. Oh. So it's almost like adding more to the mystique <laughs> of this wow. record, right? So I'm going to really? play that track. Yeah, I'm telling you. It, <laughs> I'm, it's like the more I keep digging, the more... Yeah, it's spooky it gets. So I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna play that track and some other stuff that uh, we'll talk about when we get back. So enjoy this uh, couple of songs. We're going to be back with R.H. Davis talking more about entity removals, also known as exorcisms. And, uh, and we'll see what more uh, trouble we can get into. So don't go away. This is uh, West of the Rockies on the independent.fm. Here we go. <laughs>
rest of the Rockies with Frank the Engineer on the Independent FM, Los Angeles. And we are back uh, for the second hour of West of the Rockies. I'm Frank. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know it's late, but man, is this show pretty amazing or what? Genevieve, you look, you look quite... No, sorry. I was deep in thought. See, that's I can that. tell. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It explains how good shows Absolutely. Good show uh, don't forget to, uh, to follow the Independent FM on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash IndieFM Radio. Also like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Independent FM, as always, Engineer Frank on Twitter, Jaime Roque on Twitter, who's not here right now. Shout out to, uh, to our buddy Jaime, Jimmy. He's out there uh, with Hi, his family uh, celebrating the, uh, the, the holiday weekend. Uh, Genevieve Uway on Twitter, and of course, the show's Twitter is WOTR Radio. Um, tonight, our guest is R.H. Davis, and before we go any further, uh, R.H., why don't you tell people where they can find you? Okay, so I am also on, on the Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> I am at R.H. Stavis, S-T-A-V-I-S. Mm -hmm. So uh, easy enough. It's like Davis with an S-T, R.H. Davis. Very cool. And uh, you can also check out what I do entity-wise. Um, I have a website called entityhelp.com. So mm -hmm. it's just E-N-T-I-T-Y-H-E-L-P.com. And if you would like to try and get in for the weekend, um, we, we're going to be doing that appointment-based, <laughs> and that has to be through email. So okay. if you want to send me an email and you feel like that's something you want to do, and we'll get into talking about that more, but just so yeah. you have it, um, it's entityremoval mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Very cool. And I'm just going to throw it to the phone lines real quick because I know uh, our buddy uh, Ernie Alonso from Haunted Orange County is on the line. Ernie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, sir. Good, good. Okay, what's what's uh, what's new in the world of, of the paranormal? What's uh, Haunted Orange County up to? Well, we've got a couple of great events coming up. Um, our first one is going to be uh, June 27th, which is a Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be, for the first time ever, the, um, the Howe Waffle Mansion in Santa Ana. It's a 125-year-old Victorian uh, mansion um, that was actually featured on Ghost Adventures, uh, earlier uh this year mm -hmm. and or actually last year last season and um we are going to be doing a sleepover uh ghost hunt investigation uh breakfast We've got all kinds of little activities planned as well can i bring my uh, teddy bear pillow fight <laughs> you can we will allow that for sweet you. okay good because man i'll tell you that that's the that's the that's the house where you know we've caught quite a bit of evidence uh, as people that tune into the show regularly may know uh we're oh, always yeah. bringing you know some evps or you know uh other forms of evidence photographs and all kinds of crazy stuff so it's definitely a haunted uh, a, a pretty active place yeah, definitely. And what's cool about this is that, um, you know, it's not normally open for, you know, sleepovers. Of course, it's a museum. Right. And um, so we're going to we're going to limit it to 12 people mm -hmm. and we're going to put two people per room and then we're going to put four up in the attic. And, um, you know, we're going to bring we're gonna bring sleeping bags. We'll, we'll provide the bedding. But um, 
or you know the mats. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, tickets are on sale now. We've we're already about halfway sold out, and um, we're going to try it out once, see how it goes. So it could be possibly the first and last time we do it. But hopefully, um, you know, we're allowed to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next morning, we're gonna since we're gonna be in the How Waffle Mansion, we're gonna serve uh, some freshly cooked waffles in the mm-hmm. dining room in the morning to kind of round off the uh, the event. Um, so that's coming up on June the 27th. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, the following month, for those of you who uh, like their wine, we're going to be doing an investigation at a haunted winery <laughs> in Rancho Cucamonga. Really? Uh, yeah, it's called the Joseph Filippi Winery in Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, the event is Saturday, July the 12th. Uh-huh. Um, it's funny. We have we have two types of tickets. We have the general admission, mm-hmm. and we have VIPs, and we've sold almost nothing but VIPs. Really? That includes uh, wine tasting. Oh, that's why um, they've been selling fast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've sold, we've sold quite a few VIP tickets. Um, uh, general admission uh, starts at 6, VIP starts at 5. That is going to include um, the wine tasting and then a private tour of the uh, of the uh, uh, the winery okay. and its grounds uh, right before we start. <clears throat> and then the following month, we're mm-hmm. going to be back at Heritage Square, and that's going to be in oh, August. Nice. Um, August 9th, we'll be back at Heritage Square. Um, tickets for that aren't quite on sale yet. But uh, if you check the website in the coming weeks, uh, as soon as we get all our details squared away, we'll go ahead and post that as well. That is very so, cool. I'm quite, I'm quite interested on the wine part. Can we talk about that part? No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, definitely. You should, you should join us for our preliminary investigation, and we'll have a good uh, reason to try out uh, oh, the sweet. wine yeah. as well. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm, I might bring uh, uh, two friends along because, uh, yeah, it sounds, it sounds uh, very interesting. Uh, I got a question, actually two questions in the chat. Is it, when are you going to investigate or have an event at a vodkery or maybe at tequilery? Are those in the cards? Hey, Ask him to find me one, and we'll we'll go check it out. We'll, we'll nice. Uh, we'll drive out there, and we'll make the sacrifice and uh, scope it all. Why don't you tell people once again the website and the Twitter and all that, where they can get the info for uh, if, if they want to check uh, out any website, of these events? Yeah, the website is hauntedoc.com. Um, Twitter is haunted orange, haunted orange, and Facebook is hauntedorangecounty.com. Um, and then we also, you know, we always have our ghost walks that are going on in downtown mm-hmm. Santa Ana. Orange and those are uh, those are those are all the time. So you can uh, if you haven't caught one of those, those are those are a lot of fun. Yeah, there the uh, Genevieve and I got a chance mm-hmm. to go on one, and and it's a very very neat experience. I think that anybody that lives in Southern California or is planning to visit Southern California definitely should uh, check one of those out. And apparently they're taking they're taking you very seriously. They're going to look for one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you might want to be ready for that, Ernie, for that email. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right, Ernie. Okay, well, well talking to you guys. No, thank you. Thank show. you very much. And enjoy your okay, Memorial Day, sir. We will. Thank you. And we'll be in touch. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Ernie Alonso from Haunted Orange County. Uh, really cool dude. He's been on the show a few times, and we're always, always getting into trouble looking for ghosts and whatnot. <laughs> which you know, I always give people fair warning. You know, so that stuff might not be for everybody. But yeah. uh, you know, if if you've been on a few, definitely uh, uh, check out. Um, 
haunted Orange County, and they'll get you sorted with uh, all your paranormal event needs. Uh, let's get back into it, RH, why don't we? Because uh, we actually have here on the table, uh, I think we can, we can call him a, a, a satisfied customer. <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, why, why don't we uh, kick off with that? Why don't you tell us your name and how, how you got involved in all this, and what has your experience been with these uh, cleansings? All right. right. So I'm Dan. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel's husband. Um, we were actually together for about a year and a half mm -hmm. before she came out of the broom closet. <laughs> That's what I call it, yeah. Uh, Coming out of the broom closet. I don't That's tell, Because I wasn't telling people for so long because it's so strange and... You know, you're mm -hmm. so afraid people are going to judge you. So that you, is, yeah. You don't say what, what aspect about of what you do? Or well, he, oh, he kind of didn't know anything. I'd no. kept it pretty much to myself. Really? <laughs> and yeah. your beliefs about that whole well, area? Well, kind or? of. I mean, we didn't really, I don't know. No, we never went into it. I yeah, mean, we just, I, mm, we I just, just, neither of us were, you know, I wasn't. I, I mean, yeah, I was just like, I'm not religious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the same <laughs> pretty thing. Pretty much it. So <laughs> I don't know what happens. Whatever. I don't subscribe mm -hmm. to any club. Mm -hmm. That was the end of that. Um, and then, so, so, you know, for most of my life, I've been fascinated with energy work and, you know, things humans can yeah. do that we don't understand, like all that crazy Shaolin shit where they're oh, right. with mm -hmm. spears. And, um, so uh, I got into Reiki because that was something mm -hmm. tangible, somewhat tangible that I could mm -hmm. access very quickly and do right. all right. Um and, you know, I told her we would talk about this every now and then. And she did a little, you know, said, why don't you visualize this and do it on my arm? <laughs> and it was very warm and very, mm. like, okay, yeah, you might have something. Let's maybe we'll go and do some energy work somewhere. Right. Uh, you're going to uh, tell that story. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the first one. This is a story. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, this one's a bit oh of a doozy. But, you know, uh, this is the one that's No names have been changed. Oh, yeah. So uh, I went and found some Reiki meetup where you could just show up and practice. I was not interested in going. Yeah, mm. well, she, you know, because it's, it's, it's got a bit of a hippy-dippy vibe. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, was like, I don't oh, go for okay, that. I don't I care about that. <laughs> but he, we wanted he wanted to have it like be our thing. Not really. Well, you were like, let's go do this as a day. Thing. Let's just go do it as a thing. Cause, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we went and we uh, we went and everyone was kind of shy. Mm -hmm. They were like, all right, so who wants to lay on the table first? I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. So I lay on the table. Um, by the way, because it's 9 p.m., are we all right with the swearing? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all please, the way please, please. <laughs> okay, just checking. Um, so I lay on the table, and then she puts a bunch of people who have their hands over ring above me, mm. and she, funnily enough, has her hands right over my stomach. That's me. I didn't. And then she starts freaking out, runs outside. I, I ran out. Really? <laughs> Here's yeah. a funny thing. I knew exactly why, and I knew exactly what she was going to tell me. And that freaked me out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it will get more freaky. Oh, it gets super freaky. It's, it was really weird. Yeah. So I went out on the balcony with this kind of... Oh God, this is going to be weird. So it's going on. <laughs> and she goes, okay, I know I'm going to sound batshit crazy, but I have to tell you this. Uh -huh. She goes, I saw something in you that, uh, and I see how you see it. I see what it really is. Mm -hmm. And then I saw how, what happens to your life in the next couple of years if you choose to keep it in you. Oh, wow. And I'm like, all right, I think I know what you're talking about. 
and uh, I said, is it a thing that looks like this? Well, no, you didn't do that. Oh, I no. said, that after, I actually said, so when I see them, I see them as what they, what I believe they really look <coughs> like, which is mm -hmm. not pretty usually, and it's not how they present themselves to you. So in other words, this is something that he was aware of. Okay. So when you're aware of them, they make themselves into the thing that you find protective or cool mm -hmm. or interesting, mm -hmm. so you don't get scared of it. Um, so I said to him, here's how you see it. Mm -hmm. And to me, it looked like almost like the child's drawing of a, uh, you know, like the, I don't know what you call that. It's like a child's drawing of a samurai with the eyes, like just like lines and little squiggly mouth. <laughs> mm -hmm. I said, this is pretty much what you see, but this is what it looks like. And it is nasty. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he was all like, right, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and the funny thing was, I used to draw this all the fucking time. Really? Yeah. And I showed her a picture of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's like, big. oh, God, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she saw it as this sort of Clive Barker fleshy, That's why it was the Clive. That's right. Why nasty, <laughs> boogie-looking thing yeah. made out of horrible body parts and whatever. No, well, it wasn't like that. Well, I don't but know. You made it sound like a Clive. That's when you say Clive Barker. I no. Think. Okay. Well, that's your interpretation. Right. It didn't quite look like it was okay. made out of body parts. Let's not go crazy. All right. Well, <laughs> but it was definitely not a very pleasant looking thing. She saw it as something horrible. I saw it as something right. safe. Yeah. Well, oh. yes, that's the idea. Because, yeah. That's what they do. So, wow. Um, so anyway, she said, all right, so we got to get rid of it. Like, I, was I was like, we need all yeah, these things Let's go right get now. rid of this shit. And I was <laughs> I like. I need to take this out of you right now. At this point, I was just like, I don't and know. And I've never done this. What the fuck before. is going on? <laughs> but um, here's a funny thing. I never, ever, ever told anyone the shit about the shit that she saw. Yeah. And that happens I'll go frequently. into detail about that. So just you understand how fucking bizarre that was. Wow. Um. As a, when I was a kid, I used to deal with violence on a fairly regular basis. Right. And my coping mechanism for dealing with that violence, mm -hmm. because, you know, like when you're, when you're in a dysfunctional environment, mm -hmm. you can't just go, oh, fuck this, I'm off, see you later. You know, not yeah. as a kid. As an adult, you can. And that helps you not go mental. Right, right. So unfortunately, as a kid, you have to learn, you know, you sort of, it's like you start tricking your brain to mm -hmm. make your ability to live in the space you are in more palatable. Mm -hmm. So my mechanism, I actually invented this thing where when I would receive pain, mm -hmm. um, any kind of pain or hurt or whatever, I would imagine it was going into this little demonic character. Really? That... I saw as where I would store that energy. How old were you? Sorry. Oh, God, I can't even remember. I think yeah. it started when I was like five. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I, yeah, started then and... Oh, bloody hell. Um, but it was kept. It yeah, was yeah, kept yeah. the whole time. No, don't worry, I'll get to that. Yeah, um, yeah I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And I th and the way, you know, the, re the design of that was I was storing that, the, storing that energy in this thing mm -hmm. so that when I, would, when I needed it, I could channel it back and use it. Oh, wow. Right? So I grew up with this idea in my head and this process in my head mm -hmm. into adulthood. Mm. Completely not realizing, oh, maybe I need to get rid of this. You know, mm -hmm. it just became well, a part of people don't realize that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I never told anyone about that and I just thought that was you know yeah I don't know I just didn't think anything of it 
So the fact that she was able to go into detail about it, mm -hmm. which she did, mm -hmm. you know, like that's another part of... That fascinates people. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. That's where I was like, oh, you have my fucking attention. You want to go to some place in Melrose and pick up some fucking candles? Because uh, I, I didn't have anything because I, I haven't been doing shit. it for will, so long. I will fucking dance with bells on. I don't care. Well, you don't have to do that. That doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, didn't have to do that, thank you. I hate dancing. But I had no so supplies because I hadn't yeah. been doing right. it, you know. So I was so like, we need all these things right now. Yeah. So and were you scared or were you just, it, did it like, as soon as she mentioned it, you were like, yeah, I know what's coming. Dude, I was shitting my pants. Yeah. But so you were like, Most okay. people yeah. are yeah. before they come because they don't know how this is going to go. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's something they probably didn't believe in in the first place. No. So it's yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you, you, I believed there are things I don't understand. And when I was sure, yeah. very, very young, mm -hmm. I, I one memory I do have, because I don't have much memory of being a kid, Yeah. is seeing a ghost clear as shit in my bed. Which most children can do. Yeah. Right. My, yes. You know, my, I grew up fairly poor, so me and the folks basically slept in a bed together. Right. My little brother was in a cot to the side, and there's this bright... And like, like you don't normally hear about ghosts being seen as well. Right. I saw like a bright blue dude in the corner, like in a tracksuit or some shit, standing <laughs> there staring at me. Oh, wow. And I turned to my dad, I go, Dad, there's a dude in the room. And... Um, my dad's like trying to get to sleep and he's like, eh, don't worry, that's just our friend whoever. Like, he was just fobbing me off. Wow. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Went to sleep, never saw him again. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was weird. So, so how do you feel your experience was so that people, you know, because if they're wondering like, should I do this? I'm scared to do it. What's it like? All right. So after we got all our gear from the fancy shop, <laughs> came home. <laughs> The fancy shop. The fancy shop. Sit down. You know, it was a. It was very. It was ritualistic, but it was comfortable. You know, there were yeah. candles. She was calling in energy and spirits. And I things. call in who I work with. Yeah. Okay. And I just sat there and I was like, okay. That's pretty much what you do yeah. when you come. You just mm -hmm. kind of lay there because now mm -hmm. I have everybody lay down. It's easier for me. It right. Was, it was very. And passive. it's just an energy experience. I was terrified because of the subject matter and obviously the shock. That, mm -hmm. Holy mm -hmm. crap! Someone knows that I had this going on in my head. Right, you right. Know? And it's well, actually kind of body, liberating, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was actually very liberating because, you know, we were in a relationship. And you yeah. People have secrets for fucking years. Right, so yeah, like, yeah. I don't care what she knows now. Well, then it was like, <laughs> you can't really keep much a secret. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know, you put it out on the table now. Yeah, exactly. She's still here and she right. hasn't called the nut ambulance. <laughs> so, um, well, who's going to call it? Though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a very good question. Yeah, good point. So it is is the big thing. Like when, mm. uh, before, so the before all the ritual stuff happened, whatever. Yeah. I was dealing constantly, and I, I cannot stress this enough. My thoughts were like a violent, just tirade mm -hmm. of hateful shit, and like hurt this guy, mm. do this to this person. Wow. It, it was constant. Wow. Uh, to the point where I thought, I think I was born a bad person and I'm trying to learn how to be good. Wow. Yeah, like I genuinely believe this. And it was just noise in my fucking head all the time. It was just like, I, it got to the point where I thought that was normal. The morning after this was done, uh -huh. it was even more weird shit, but you know, you haven't got long on this radio show, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the gist. That, yeah, right. That's the gist. The next morning, I had silence in my head wow. for the first time in my life, and I, it fucking brought me to tears. Wow. I, I've never, like, holy shit. 
This is, you can not have lots of noise in your head all the bloody time. This wow. Is, yeah. At that point, I was like, okay. He was sold. I don't know. <laughs> I need to know more about what the hell, yeah. you know, all this stuff. That is uh, uh, an amazing uh, uh, story there. Yeah. I can't, you know, it, it definitely, you know, it leaves you speechless in a way because I, I, I know... I can't relate 100%, but obviously there's a lot of, you know, similarities there with yeah. things that, you know, I deal with. And I'm sure that it, that's how it is for a lot of people. Yes. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you okay, and they want to do this for this, uh, this, this special weekend you have coming okay. up, what's the plan? So here is the plan. <laughs> um, it's not going to be next weekend. It's okay. the following weekend. Okay. So I don't, rem I don't know what date that is. Um, it's not the first. It's the following weekend. Um, I was going to do it next week, but I could not. Mm -hmm. So how this is going to work is um, it's going to come on a first the eighth. first come the eighth. Okay, seventh great. Eighth. The seventh and eighth. The, the weekend of the yeah. seventh and eighth is when I'm going to do this. So it's going to work on a first come first serve basis um, based on emails mm -hmm. uh, because we we want to schedule everything through the email gods. Okay. <laughs> um, and you're just going to email me. <clears throat> so that's entity removal at gmail .com. And you're going to let us know what's going on with you. Just a basic gist. You don't have to give me everything. But just, right. like, let us know what's up, well, why you want to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm also requesting that you send a photo because I can read a lot from photos. So when these are passed to me, I'll be able to see, you know, can I do this with you in that time frame? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on with you? I can kind of yeah. get a good sense of that. So um, I'm going to... Are selfies Okay. Selfies are okay. Bathroom selfies, <laughs> how, all right. How to yeah. yours. <laughs> In the bathroom. Don't do <laughs> with your shirt off. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just requesting that you send a recent photo of yourself, mm -hmm. as recent as possible, so I can kind of like gauge where you're at. Um, I'm going to try, I'm, I would like to try and take 10 people okay. that weekend. So, it doesn't sound like a lot of people, but please understand that mm. for a full cleansing, it, it takes me, I would say at minimum, it takes me an hour. Mm -hmm. So, that's still going to be like, a good, uh, let's say, seven hours a day. Mm -hmm. um, and since, you know, we're doing this for no, no monies, um, you know, I'm trying to fit as many as I can, but I still need to recuperate from Saturday to Sunday. Mm -hmm. so, a lot of wine. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what I'm trying to do. And so if you are out of state, here's what I can do for you. So if you are out of state or out of the area and you want to do something like this or you think that you might need it, I won't be able to do a full cleansing over the phone. That's just not possible for me. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would do is I'd ask you to send the same type of email. Like, here's what's going on with me, and this is why I think I need to come in, and here's a picture of myself. And what I can do is I can potentially schedule you in between, you know, people who are here, and we can actually just talk about what's going on with you. So we can talk to your guides. We can kind of figure out where you're at, what core issues are going on that may be relevant to how you're feeling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes that alone can do, can bring things to your attention at the very least that you were not aware of. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try that out because, like I said, doing a full cleansing, it's like I need to touch you and I need to have you in my space and it's like a whole big thing. But if, if you still would like to know, like, hey, I don't know what's going on with me. I've been feeling like this. Here's what's happening. We can probably do that. So um, if, and if nothing else, it'll be an insight for you. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because during the break, we were talking about how much 
you know, you say you limit it to 10 people. Yes. And uh, during the break, we're, we were talking about how much it takes out of you and, and how yeah. you have to almost re, you know, refuel and re-energize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, There's consequences is, to not doing that. Why is that? Is it because you're giving energy or is it just you're, ex you're spending energy? Like, what, what is um, the process there? It's a lot of things. So... Basically, how it works, and this is going to sound even weirder than anything else I've said this evening, mm -hmm. uh, which is hard, <laughs> hard to do. Um, but how it works is I basically have to have one foot in this plane and one foot in another. Uh, because I'm dealing with things that don't technically exist in this plane. Mm -hmm. They just utilize this plane. They okay. live in the etheric plane, which is, a, which is that place that you see... And that comes into that other thing we were talking about over the break. Mm -hmm. That that place that you see between being asleep and awake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so that's where they exist. That That is a real place. You just don't have access to mm -hmm. that until you're between. And so that's why, actually, I have to refuel between, like, between one day of doing cleansings and another day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because... The more tired I am, the more susceptible I am. Oh. And what they do to me mm -hmm. is after I've done a full day of hard work, they come visit me all night long. Oh, wow. <laughs> if I'm not protected, if I haven't, you know, regrouped myself yeah. or, like, done what I need to do, right. I get I get visitations pretty hardcore. Like, I would say harder core than most people do. Mm -hmm. Only because uh, they know I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. So they come to visit just to be like, hey... Who's this annoyed, chick right? doing this stuff? Right, right. <laughs> you know, and they will come literally right in my face. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, um, I think I might have told you this story last time I was here, but I've had some very interesting visitations. Very interesting. Mm. But one of the ones that was the, the earliest um, was I had been doing... So the harder the cleansing, so the higher the higher the thing that I'm taking out of the person or the longer they've had it. Cause some people mm -hmm. will carry them for most of their lives. I mm -hmm. mean, cause they just don't know they've got it. Yeah. Um, the harder the, the actual process of the exorcism is, uh, the more open I become mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. I don't close myself all down. So, wow. uh, I remember after a particularly difficult one, and this was one where someone actually could throw up their entities <laughs> mm -hmm. and saw them themselves. So that's pretty serious because it became fairly physical. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, that night, I had a, a girl walking around my room. Oh, wow. And so I'll, I, how this worked was um, I have a glass door to my bathroom. Uh -huh. And I remember looking over, and he wasn't next to me. But the light in the bathroom was on. So I like, see through the glass. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, he's in the bathroom. This was mm. my quote unquote dream. <laughs> I'd always call them dreams, but they're not dreams because yeah. I'm half awake. So she was walking around my room mm -hmm. and she looked like a college girl. And she had like her blonde hair and a ponytail and a big sweatshirt. And she was just like folding clothes and throwing them over my uh, exercise machine. Mm -hmm. How weird. Yeah, I think I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is the story I told you last time. But for those who didn't get to hear yeah. it, right. um, she was saying to me, so that ring, you know, that ring has a ghost in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the, well, what the that's hell? That's pretty point blank. What the, <laughs> what? And she's like, you know, that ring, that ring with the white stone, it has the ghost in it. And I remembered very distinctly at that moment, I was like, I think she's talking about my wedding ring, oh. which has protection on it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So I instantly was like, okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know what's going on here. So I said to her, who are you? Mm. And she literally flew up to me, 
like in seconds because that's how they move. Wow. Mm-hmm. And her face was hovering right over mine. Her whole body was hovering over mine. Mm-hmm. And she tried to push herself in because that's what oh, they wow. do to me. They try to push in. They like try to get in there however mm-hmm. they can get in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not happening. And the instant that I kept pushing. So I literally had to physically keep pushing her out. Wow. Because these, the ones that come to me are more, much higher, more mm-hmm. higher up. So yeah, yeah. they're like, I'm thinking and I'm doing this on purpose because I'm so curious about what's going on with mm-hmm. you. Right, I want right. to see what's going on in there. Um, so I pushed her out. And the minute I pushed her out, of course, I was not in paralysis anymore. Yeah. Right. So, and of, and of course, uh, the room was exactly how it was. He was in the mm-hmm. bathroom. The light was mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. And those things happen all the time to me. So, um, but I'm I'm much more equipped for that than somebody who isn't. Which we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. You know, night terrors. Many mm-hmm. many people have night terrors and sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say 100 percent because there's always going to be people who want to argue that. But in my opinion, 99.9 percent of night terrors are entities. Mm. Almost always, because really? that's the place that they exist. They exist right. in that etheric space. And, you know, there are people who can leave their bodies and hang out in different places and they get paralysis from that. Yeah. You know, because you'll, you'll see like people are like, I just travel. And so I get paralysis from that. And yeah, that can happen. But when you see the things, you know, that there's there's a thing and it's touching you and it's kind of creeping you out and wants to play with you or is around you or is trying to pull you. Like I've had um, clients come to me who have literally been pulled under their beds. Oh, wow. By That's things. That's like what I was saying. It happens. Like I was feeling being pushed into my sucked exactly. into the actually like they sit on you they push you down they hover mm-hmm. over you they're they're curious about you wow and if you're in that space where you can see them and it's it's rare but people can do that on occasion because you know everyone like i said has intuition to a point so they can right, right. see those and some people have it pretty hardcore at night that's where they get it the most because it's this considered a safer you know for your soul to move around right um it's it's almost always entities and in fact we were talking about that over the break to the point where i was like and this is the type of entity that that was (laughs) wow (laughs) you know because i have categorized them as much as i possibly can right Mm -hmm. and i haven't seen them all i can't claim that Mm -hmm. i see new ones all the time because there are thousands and thousands of them of different kinds Jeez. Yeah. You know, it's funny because one of the, the, the stories that I've shared on this show and part of the reason why I caution people as far as, um, you know, uh, dealing with uh, the, the dark arts, if I may use the term. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in my teens, I, um, I started reading uh, the, the writings of uh, Anton LaBey. And I remember that prior to that, I had a pretty standard, you know, uninterrupted sleep. And as soon as I started doing that, I started having these very vivid dreams, or maybe they were not dreams. I mean, I don't think they were dreams, but I would literally wake up paralyzed, and I would be floating over my bed without being able to move, and I would wake up hearing whispering in my ear. And really, really, I mean, I... I, I don't know how I didn't end up more scarred <laughs> from it because there were there were some pretty intense experiences. Yes. But um, that was my the way I I 
became introduced to these nightars. Before that, I did never heard of them. And I mean, they're they're really really scary uh, experiences. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's part of the reason why how we talked about in the first hour. You know, dealing with all these. You know, even if it's a if it's a reenactment of something, uh, you don't yeah. know what you're doing. Right. That's the problem. You know, it's so funny because there are very holy people. Mm-hmm. You know, people who who they don't do necessarily what I do, but they do lots of energy work and like you know they speak to lots of people and they yeah. heal people and they do yeah. all this stuff there are certain things that they will not look at or touch mm. they will not watch horror movies at all right right because they believe that that can bring things in yeah yeah um, pornography brings in specific kinds of entities mm. it really actually does i've seen it i've taken it out of people that's why i don't watch it <coughs> yeah just well and even aside <laughs> from watching it when you work on people who are in it <laughs> oh uh, have you have you done that's a whole different really problem. wow but people do get um so the things that really bring in entities that are higher echelon i guess uh-huh. that are more than just like you're depressed i'm yeah I'm hanging out with you um the ones that have more thinking patterns and uh, um the hierarchy it, like i said before continues to go up and evolve so there are mm-hmm. whole what i call species of them phylums of them if you will that that are at certain level and mm-hmm. they're, you know, like we were talking about, like there are wraiths and there are yeah. um, sandmen and there are all like all these crazy things. So the ones that come from pornography or uh, it's not even just pornography. Like there are some that are specifically attached to uh, dysfunctional sex in mm. general, dysfunctional sex, uh, anything to do with um, dis- dysfunctional sex, sexual patterns. Mm-hmm. So people who are like, uh, not so good with the intimacy and then masturbate a lot. Mm, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Entities yeah. for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's literally entities for all of all of those things. It's like an app store. <laughs> like an app store? Yeah. Like the app store. <laughs> <laughs> it's an entity. You know? And then those things have to come out. Wow. You know I mean? and, and people get that and they're like, I don't know why I do this all the time. I don't know why this makes mm-hmm. me so sad I want to cry. Right, right, <laughs> you right. You know, it's like the masturbating and crying situation. But you know, Sometimes that's entities. Wow. And that's usually, most of the time, that comes from um, unhealed sexual issues in childhood. Right, right. Because a lot of people go through a lot of trauma mm-hmm. as children, and they think they're over it. Right. that means. Right. When most of the time they've not even dealt with it or looked at it or, or had any kind of that is very about true. it. Like, there's just nothing. Yeah. Nothing done. And so you carry that with you. you I, think we, I think we downplay the, the, the effect of, of some of the things that happen to us as Absolutely. children, right? And we think, oh, well, I was a kid, but I'm, under, yeah, I'm fine yeah, now. Yeah, so I'm cool now, but right. half but the time you're not cool The damage now. has been done, and it's yeah, there. Yeah, and there are scars. And those scars, because they're, again, th- that emits low frequency, mm-hmm. you get attachments from wow. them as well. So if those things don't get released, that energy stays. It's, it's old. It's crappy. It, it's low, it keeps you low to mm-hmm. a certain degree, mm-hmm. like you can't reach a certain plateau because of the, those things, you can't go higher than that. Right. Um, and you don't know why. And like I've had people come to me and say, I just don't know why I seem to be stuck here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, half the time that's because there's something way down here that happened way back then mm-hmm. that is still there. And like, like, for example, people who can't conceive that end up coming to me, 99% of the time that is some traumatic event in childhood mm. that has kept them emotionally from preparing the body to have a child. Oh, wow. Like they're blocking themselves. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, and uh, attracting things to block it. 
Wow. So we have to clean all that out, and we have to address those issues. So I guess the most uncomfortable thing that you go through when you when you come to me is that you have to we we address issues. Wow. You know, wow. We do. We we talk about the things. Uh, now in the in the chat room, Tony had a question earlier, uh, and I don't want to forget to ask. He mm -hmm. wanted to know if your tattoo had uh, what was the significance behind your oh, uh, tattoo. Okay. So my tattoo, this tattoo, I have several, but this is my favorite. Okay. And this is a Mahakala mask. And basically, this is the, the beast that guarded the Dharma. So mm. this was a very fierce beast with like lots of machetes and heads on his belt. And if you were coming to seek enlightenment, you'd have to go through him first. Oh, wow. So I always keep that for myself as a symbol to remind me that to reach that the path of wherever you're supposed to go is a it's a hard one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that's that's a, a, a very interesting. Yeah, I was looking at it the whole time, and yeah. I'm glad somebody asked the question because yeah, I was like, yeah, let me uh, let me tackle that. Um, okay, we're coming to the end of the show, so why don't you tell people once again because I, I really think that there are a lot of people out there that that will benefit from something like this sure. how can they get in touch with you how can they take advantage of the of uh, the weekend of the 8th 7 and 8th 7 and 8th 7 and 8th of june eight. uh and and all that good stuff okay so again i'm i'm gonna be um doing cleansings for people um for nothing for donation whatever mm -hmm. that is that could just be like I don't know, uh, two cents. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is, a cookie, I'm not sure. Um, so I'm going to be doing this for donation. I've, I'm waiving my fee for a weekend so, so mm -hmm. people can come if they cannot afford but they think they need. Or they can call me, you know, those kinds of things as well. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that through uh, the email, which mm -hmm. is entityremoval at gmail.com. Okay. Um, you go ahead and you send an email through the email gods mm -hmm. and you need to send a recent picture of yourself as well give us a little background about why you think you need it and we're going to schedule on a you know first email <laughs> first serve <laughs> right because right. like, we want to we wish we could do everybody obviously but of course you know we just can't and uh same for the the phone just send you know send the same entity removal at gmail.com you can also check out the website too and, and it'll have the email there so in case you forget it's mm -hmm. entityhelp.com, so you can read a bit about what, what I do and what's going on. Right. Um, if this was not, I don't know, this was more than on my website. So <laughs> but mm -hmm. just in case you want to look at the pretty pictures, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so even for phone as well, if you would like to call and have a session over the phone, um, yeah, just go through the same, the same channels, send the email, send me a recent picture of yourself so I can check you out and figure everything out and see if we can schedule you. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> that, that's great. And like I said, pe people should definitely take advantage of this because, uh, just hearing Dan talk and hearing you talk. And, uh, like I said, I think we can all relate at different levels sure. as far as the, the experiences and the kind of things you help people, uh, uh, deal with and overcome, uh, after, uh, and this is my last question, after a, a cleansing, is there, do you give people like a list of things or some yeah. advice to kind of maintain? Yeah. Yes, because um, what happens when you, I don't know why this works the way it does, it just it just does. Mm -hmm. Like whenever people ask, I'm like, mm, I have no idea. Right. <laughs> um, but after you get a cleansing done, um, you'll feel that, you'll feel different. Mm -hmm. Like Dan said, you'll feel completely different. Right. What will happen is if you had entities, mm -hmm. they'll stick around you for like 36 hours. Mm -hmm. They won't go back in you, but mm -hmm. they'll hang out. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear, let's say, the same kind of voice, mm -hmm. but it'll feel further away. Mm -hmm. So then it'll be more up to you about 
whether you're like, that's cool, I want you back in, or right. no, fuck right off, I don't want you anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just have to keep that up for a few days, and, and after that, you it'll be done. So during right. that time, you just have to be like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. You need to stay the F out of here. <laughs> right, right. Do not come here. This is not fun for you. I'm not letting you back in. And after the 36 hours, it just kind of fades <clears> away. You know, it's funny because it reminds me of, of uh, uh, a passage in the Bible uh, in, in Matthew uh, where uh, Jesus is talking about exercising demons. And he says that uh, when one demon leaves, it will try. It will return with seven more wicked ones, <laughs> because yeah. they, you know, after you know, uh, it it seems after one of these cleansings happens, as the name implies, and as the metaphor in the Bible uh, states that it's like a clean home. Yes. And they that they want to go back in there. Yeah, it's yeah, attractive. Yeah, I mean, and also you've ended a symbiotic relationship, so mm. it's not very happy. Right. Right. You know, mostly not happy at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they like to chat at me a lot while we're doing wow. this. So you don't hear it, but right. I do. Um, so, you know, it's not happy, but it can't hurt <clears> you. It's even less likely to be <clears> able to do anything to you once <clears> it's <throat> out. So you just have to, we, we go over all that, you know. One more time, they're asking the email. Okay. And we'll be posting it on Twitter and all that afterwards. So it's but. entity removal. So E-N-T-I-T-Y-R-E-M-O-V-A-L at gmail.com mm-hmm. and you can also follow my Twitter and I think I have it up on my Twitter as well like I think I posted that earlier I can post it again okay um, my Twitter is R-H Stavis S-T-A-V-I-S awesome and I uh, also want to thank Dan thank you for sharing that very uh, very uh you know, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Interesting, amazing, and extraordinary. Honestly, that's what happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. I have it. a crazy life. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment in the no. life of R.H. Davis. Thank you so much, R.H., for being with us tonight. It's been thank a great you, time. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Genevieve. You're welcome. Final yes. thoughts before we uh, sign off. Stick around. <laughs> oh yeah, stick around for uh, no added flavors. No, it, uh, it was it was genuinely really interesting. Cool. So. Thank you. Yeah. So and if you miss any part of this, uh, this will be up tomorrow on our Mixcloud, mixcloud.com forward slash West of the Rockies, with all the information in the description, so you can get in touch with RH and and book your session and do it fast because the slots are limited. And, uh, and you definitely want to get on that. As always, Engineer Frank on Twitter, West of the Rockies on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our website, WTRradio.com. Work under progress, but it's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. Take care. Stick around. No added flavors coming up uh, with a good mix of tunes. We're going to go out with a little bit of uh, this band that I really like. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a cleansing. Um, <laughs> take care. Be safe. God bless. Don't do anything too crazy. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. We want to see you back next Sunday night. Bye-bye. Transmitting to the world from Swing House Studios in Hollywood. This is the Independent FM.